0: Thank you for tuning in to AWA. For new listeners, I'm Richa and in this podcast I talk to other Asians about their career journey. Everyone's journey is different and that's what makes it more exciting to explore. Today I have my friend Bishwa Sunwar with me. Thank you so much Bishwa for taking the time to talk to me today.
1: Thank you Richa for having me.
0: Um, So, Bishwa works at Gamesy's, which is one of the biggest providers of iGaming games, Um, as an Android developer. He studied computer science in Queen Mary University of London, and then went on to complete his Masters in Software Systems Engineering at UCL. Bishwa is also very passionate about dancing, and has his own Instagram account, where he posts some dance content. Again, welcome to the podcast, Bishwa, how have you been?
1: I've been very good.
0: So just as a little background as to how I know Bishwa for our listeners, I think it must have been back around 2014 when we met. So I had moved to London and I'd just joined a K-pop dance class um, with just hopes of meeting new people, making new friends, really. And it was... On that first day, I joined the class. I think it was one of our mutual friends, Bishal, who introduced me to a few people there, and Bishal was one of them. Uh, the good old days in yeah, dance man. classes. I think-
1: I think it was my first class as well.
0: Oh really? Yeah, and I'm,
1: oh. I remember we learned. I think come back home by two twenty
0: one. Oh my god! Time. Yes, I think I remember <laughs> that. We even performed it, didn't we? In yeah, one of the um, we shows.
1: After several months of practices. Yeah. yeah. And
0: the moves are still in my head. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: I still watch like some videos sometimes. Kind of like gives like a flashback back yeah. to the past. So, yeah. pretty good
0: yeah it's embarrassing but at the same time fun <laughs>
1: yeah it is
0: <sighs> yeah. so Beshua I want to start really with where you are now with your career um so can you just tell me a little bit more about the company that you work in and obviously why you kind of joined them what attracted you to them
1: yeah um so I guess I'll start from when I kind of like finished my postgrad in UCL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did my software systems engineering there for a year. Mm-hmm. Then, obviously, like, I was kind of like looking for a job, some graduate positions and stuff like that. Then I, I think I ended up searching for like nearly four months or five months mm-hmm. after a few rejections here and there, kind of like recruitment, recruitment people calling and, you know, Mm-hmm. getting some interviews and stuff. But I think I got my first gig, of first work
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a company called Wonga.
0: I and remember, I, think, I remember. Yeah, this was I think like,
1: back yeah, when
0: yeah. I was working and I think your building wasn't too far away.
1: Yeah, our, yeah. I think you were working in Warren Street and I was yes. working in Mornington Crescent. It was like 15 minutes walk or mm-hmm. five minutes by bus. Mm-hmm. So it's very close, I think yeah like the company was apparently quite well known but i didn't even know about it right
0: like
1: was well known for like very bad reasons <laughs> and stuff because the company kind of like dealt with like a loan kind of thing oh, like I see. Gi- giving out loans and they were they had kind of like bad reputation for like giving loans to you know poor people who couldn't afford it back and stuff uh, like that so mm. um so I worked there as a software engineer for like four months
0: right
1: yeah while i was working there kind of like people you don't know i don't know like uh i didn't have people of my age mm-hmm. and kind of mentality over there mm-hmm. so it wasn't kind of like fun i'd say
0: mm-hmm. just and, because of that um suppose difference in the culture that you yeah, yeah.
1: and plus like people who talk about you know like leaving and here and then every day I go in and people just talk about leaving and stuff like that right. so I was like you know might as well try to find a graduate position where I can, where I can find like people my age mm-hmm. and you know just see how it goes so I applied for a grad position on gamesys the current company I'm working in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah um, I think I started there in August and before that, I went for a trip to Korea, I think, for a month.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Yeah, that was my first ever trip.
0: Nice. Is that with yeah. all the money that you made from Wonga?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All the pay from there, saved it and went, went for a South long Korea. vacation before yeah. I start like, a graduate position. So yeah, I've been there for now nearly five years now.
0: Wow. So you started as a graduate software engineer, right? Yeah. So what was um, that like?
1: Uh, so I think I think some of the big companies nowadays or like, I think nowadays or a few years ago, this, they do kind of like rotation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what kind of like appealed to me was that the rotation bit where you could rotate among like various teams. Mm-hmm. So from data team to like you know website making team to app making team and stuff like that.
0: Nice.
1: So, yeah, I think it it took me around two and a half years for the full rotation to end. Yeah. But.
0: So did you? Yeah. Do, um, did you try out all the different areas when you were doing that? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I think first I started with some games teams. So they made kind of like games. So the company I work for is mainly focuses on like online gambling games.
0: Right.
1: So they make kind of like (laughs) slots, casinos, bingos, uh, what do you call those? Poker games Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So first team I worked in was kind of heavily focused on slot making games.
0: Wow. Okay. So
1: yeah, I, I worked there for like five months. So each rotation was like five months and... From there, I moved on to making websites for the company. Then I moved on to Polka. Then back to the website team. Mm-hmm. Then ended up finally at the native team, which we call, is which is basically uh, making a web uh, not, not web app, uh, mobile apps. All right. Mobile apps for Android and iOS. So yeah, five months each. Yeah. Then I had you know chat with that team that I liked to join which was the native team mm-hmm. and yeah they were kind enough to you know give me an opportunity to join them so yeah nice. I'm still so, I'm currently working with them been a few years now
0: yeah so um what is the process so obviously you finished the rotation and then obviously you said you uh wanted to work for the native team so did that mean you yeah. had to go through any interviews even though you were already working there or did they have how did they choose like whether or not they would want you in their team
1: oh yeah uh, this is kind of like funny because look like, um so so i said like i had we have to do like five rotations right mm-hmm. um most of them, people like who joined the company the same year as me mm-hmm. kind of like they did like let's say two or three rotations and they were like okay i'm gonna join this team so they had already decided like which team to join and they just went and joined the team straight away Mm -hmm. so uh, then i think i was the only yeah i was the only one basically who did the full rotation of five months Mm because i was kind of like indecisive about where to join
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but I'm glad kind of like, I waited for the last rotation because, you know, that's
0: what uh, stuck out to you. That was what you wanted
1: to do. That's what what kind of like attracted me and kind of like, I wanted to make apps. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to join in, but obviously kind of like, um, there's also a drawback I'd say, obviously you get like more experience, but the drawback is that kind of like, if you join the team, Mm -hmm. like uh, as a, like, as a final team like if you join join them basically you wouldn't be a graduate anymore
0: yeah so
1: basically like you'd be kind of like let's say a graduate software engineer to a software engineer basically it's kind of like a promotion yeah so obviously yeah. you start with a start with a bigger salary right right whereas i had to kind of like rotate two additional places so that means kind of like 10 months
0: mm-hmm.
1: and kind of like obviously i get like a pay rise kind of like you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh uh, you know, when I finally joined the team, which was yeah. after 10 months. But, yeah. Yeah. But still, I think it was still kind of like a good thing to try
0: kind of like everything. have an experience
1: of joining different teams. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: And yeah, the main thing was that like one of the grad who I joined with, mm-hmm. he had already joined the native team before.
0: Right.
1: So I, I used to ask him like, how's the team? And he, he would be like, you know, oh, it's fun. We used to try it out tried as a rotation and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i asked him to kind of like you know refer me to his team leads saying like i'd be interested in kind of like joining the joining the native team and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he used to work in the ios side so native team is kind of like ios and android
0: right
1: so and i was like mm-hmm. okay i'd be i'd be up for you know learning android android development and
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: yeah. yeah. Go on. And
0: you're an Android fan, aren't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and not and not really Android fan, but <laughs> Yeah, I never had like an iPhone because, yeah, you know,
0: yeah.
1: like when the iPhones recently came out, it used to be so like high priced like
0: Yeah, yeah. It used yeah. to be very
1: expensive to afford it, so Especially I have stuck with students. Android since. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um so, yeah, so carry on with the thing. Yeah, so the guy referred to me and the team lead got back to me saying, oh, we got position and stuff like that. So I joined them for five months. Mm-hmm. Then after five months, um, the guy who joined me earlier, he told me about his experience that, like, he had kind of, like, to do an interview right, to prove them that he can join the team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he thought that the interview was very, like, he thought the interview would be informal, mm-hmm. but there was like, let's say there was like a team lead and a senior developer and the HR person oh, in the same wow. room while interviewing. But yeah, he pretended kind of like it was going to be an informal interview and just kind of like, you know, laughed it off and stuff like, you know, he, he answered the question, but not in a serious Seriously, way. yeah. <laughs> in a serious way. And, and apparently after the interview, the, the person for HR yeah. asked the team lead, like, are you sure like you want to have this guy in your team
0: and stuff like that but
1: obviously the team lead know like he he was more than capable Capable. of like you know joining the team so he was he still kind of like you know said like yeah we're gonna have him so that was the uh what's that was the experience from from my friend Uh and and they were saying like i I was gonna have an interview and and stuff like that but i never had really had to do an interview oh nice lucky (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know why but yeah
0: yeah maybe they just knew because you referred you as well and they'd known you obviously from the rotations that <laughs> they were happy with you just joining in because you were really good <laughs> i hope so yeah i hope so... so that's
1: what they think of me but yeah i think i guess i was lucky in a way that <laughs> yeah. i had to do an interview
0: yeah. And uh what do you do as an Android developer then? So what does it entail to be uh, an Android developer for someone like me who knows nothing about developing anything really?
1: So kind of like what so basically I guess like people in general kind of like know developers like you know they call them it people or software engineering right
0: yeah. like i associate uh, them with just coding and <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah those coding and nerdy nerdy guys in a good way talk to which who can't converse, converse properly and stuff like no, that
0: right? I, I actually <laughs> really look up to them because i wish i could do all of that seriously in like all seriousness i wish i could be one of them so i i genuinely look up to you guys i think
1: i i think it's pretty good occupation or kind of like it's kind of like coming becoming very trendy at the moment i guess Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but the main thing that kind of like let's say differentiates software engineer and android developer is basically just the android developing developing part basically so what we do what we kind of like mainly focus is on making apps well at the moment what that's that's what i'm focusing on so what we so making apps as in like the Android apps that you can download and, you know, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, the players will be able to play. So mm-hmm. um, for our company, the main focus is obviously we are making kind of like games, right? Yeah. Uh, we focus on making games and creating a platform through which... The user can place play those games. Mm-hmm. So in our team, we don't really actually make the games itself. We just create like an app
0: right. through
1: through which the user can kind of like you know play the game.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So we kind of like uh put the kinds of user interface like how the in- Instagram has right. Like yeah. they have the buttons at the bottom, in which you can see your likes. You can you can yep. go to your account. You can go to your homepage through which you can scroll and stuff. Right. So those kind of like features basically. Oh, I see. That's what we kind of like develop, but there's also kind of like uh, principles that you, that you need to know about software engineering itself. So software enge- engineering is kind of like comes in fundamental, and Android development comes kind of like you know on top of it. Right. Um. So, uh, yeah, that, I think that's the main bit that kind of like differentiates it.
0: Right that's so interesting like in my head I thought you guys like actually made those games like itself um, uh, yeah but I mean I suppose you yeah it, it it's useful to kind of understand how you differentiate obviously how, what you do um yeah yeah so uh, yeah, yeah go on <laughs> oh
1: my god I'm gone. sorry
0: no I was just gonna move on to really like the culture that you have where you work I mean I, like I said, you know, I normally know of this industry to be very much male dominated. So how do you, how would you say is the ratio like between men and women in your team or your company as a whole? Do you still find more men in this, like this field of work?
1: Uh, In this field of work, I think, yeah, still is male dominated, I'd Mm -hmm. say.
0: Do you have any any females in your team?
1: Yeah, we have one female. Mm hmm. So basically, our team consists of both iOS and Android, and I think it's like 12 people in total, and just one female.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: And yeah, she, she was on a maternity leave last year. Right. So yeah, she just recently came back, and yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would love to obviously see more women in this space. And I mean, obviously, why do you think it is that, you know, there's more male, um, generally
1: I believe kind of like, uh, let's say kind of like some area kind of like more specific to some, not not gender, but like, I think like they are more interested in some kind of field. So let's say, so um, in our company, right, we have third and fourth, second and third floor kind of like for engineers mm-hmm. and fourth and fifth for marketing and HR and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like if you go to the fourth and fifth floor, it, it feels like, you know, You're in a kind of like not different world, but like, you know, it's very kind of like uh, male, it's sorry, female dominated kind of like area. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you go to the engineering floor, it's kind of like male dominated. Mm -hmm. But uh, even when I studied university, it's mostly kind of, it was mostly male dominated. mm -hmm. I'm not sure why, but I can't really, yeah, I don't don't really know why kind of like it's.
0: It's I, don't just, if, I suppose that's just how it's kind of been normalised where, you know, you normally just see men in those roles for so long that that's just how it's kind of carried on.
1: I feel like that's kind of like also because maybe kind of like female kind of like fear that it's kind of like male dominated area right. and they don't they don't kind of like apply to it. Right. Or I'm not sure if they don't have interest in those kind of failed Mm. like computer signs in general but i i, I don't really know no,
0: yeah but i, mean, I feel
1: like mm-hmm. this area is kind of like very friendly like i haven't seen any kind of like you know those kind of harassment and stuff like no. that like
0: yeah that's good
1: yeah yeah we tend to be very friendly nice nice
0: the i bra. mean um obviously when I obviously when I look at your social media you have a lot of fun work socials and everything <laughs> uh, which is really great and I think you know like you said before at Wonga you were working with um maybe people who you know didn't have the same interests as you or weren't in the same same culture that you wanted to be in so but do you find yourself fitting in better in this new company yeah,
1: yeah. the company yeah. yeah like it 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 Varied a lot, like the environment, mm-hmm. the people you're around, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it affects you like a lot. I think men- mm-hmm. mentally as well. Yeah. So at the moment, kind of like obviously when I joined in, there were like few grads who joined the same year as me, mm-hmm. and we like kind of like you know hang out together. Like, let's say we have a pool session. Nice. We have a we have like Xbox and we just play around, we just jam and stuff. Um. So I think. It's it really helps to have like people around, people around you who are kind of like similar your age or yeah. you have your some kind of like mentality and stuff.
0: Definitely.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, and the company also like the company I work at the moment, Gamesys, they provide kind of like very good balance. I guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's no kind of like it's not like overtime. There's like much overtime work and pressure for yeah. you. You can get it done you can get it done whatever you want but like obviously it it can't be past the deadline but there's no kind of like that pressure of having you get it done as long as you get it done in the time
0: then it's all good yeah as long as you get it done
1: yeah and they have like parties and stuff I'm not into like drinking and stuff but Mm -hmm. like they have kind of like uh, Friday drinking sessions and stuff I don't really go much but yeah yeah it's for people who who want to socialise and you know
0: you like to socialise, but you just don't really like to drink. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I love to socialise, but yeah, uh, it's like, drinking is not my thing.
0: Okay, got it. <laughs> so um, did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? Like, did you know that this is the field that you wanted to kind of work in? Or did you just happen to kind of freestyle your way into this career without mm-hmm. even realising that this is what you wanted?
1: Um, for me, I kind of like knew that I wanted to, do kind of a like computer science.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As far as I remember when I was a child, obviously, kind of like, you know, as a, coming from an Asian family, you'd be like, I want to be a doctor pilot, right? Yeah,
0: like, that's a yeah. typical like family <laughs> pressure. Yeah, well. that's
1: what I used to say before. But, yeah. um, back in Nepal, obviously, kind of like we didn't have like internet and, you know, like not many people had PC in their home, like where they can just connect to internet and just surf through web. But uh, I was thankful for like, you know, our school, even though our school was pretty small, they had like a computer lessons and, you know, you could do like practical stuff in the computer, like simple programming oh, and right. you could play games. And I can remember like playing around with floppy
0: floppy, disk. floppy disks <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like the kids these days would be like, what is a floppy disk?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I think they'd be surprised, like what kind of, you know, things Existence. we had back then with a the pc yeah.
0: and so. is this in nepal that you're talking about right
1: yeah like i'm so surprised that, that was in
0: yeah i'm surprised that there was even Ooh. a computer that you guys had practical <laughs> lessons in honestly, yeah right? i feel
1: like not many schools even had them but exactly. i'm very thankful that our our, our school had it and yeah. we used to go there jam like make simple kind of like website and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i guess that's what kind of like got me into it basically
0: wow and Mm.
1: and i think it's not it's not just me but many people kind of like get into kind of like programming because of like they want to make games and you know play games and stuff like that so i think that's that's what kind of like makes people attracted to it
0: yeah so like are you a gamer personally in your life do you like gaming
1: i used to play a lot of games before but lately, not much. I'm not sure if I'm just growing old, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't play much. I play like maybe like nowadays after work, I play like two or three games for like two two hours. Yeah, what sort, like that, to, what sort of
0: games do you
1: play? Uh, I play a game called Dota.
0: Oh,
1: okay. I've heard of that.
0: <laughs> you have heard of that? Yeah, I have heard of That's it. That's surprising. Yes. Wow, not
1: maybe, not maybe, come on. <laughs> not many people hear of that. I think people hear of League of Legends, but oh, yeah. yeah. It's very similar to League of Legends, but people kind of like community of Dota 2 and League of Legends kind of like, they don't like each other, I think.
0: I see. Interesting. That's a whole yeah. different gaming world that I don't yeah. quite belong <laughs> in, gaming,
1: be- <laughs> gaming beef
0: yeah oh okay around the world interesting so obviously you know that uh, everything that you just said has had a lot of influence in shaping to um kind of make you who you are today um i mean let's go back to your university days so yeah um you chose obviously queen mary um yep. to start your course and how did you find the course did you think it was like helpful to actually do what you want to do um after you graduated
1: um, to be honest, like when I draw, applied for university, I knew I, I wanted to do computer science, mm-hmm. but like, I didn't really know like what I could become from doing computer science. Right. I, I was like, you know, software engineering sounds cool. All right. I'll just join in. <laughs> yeah. I'll just you
0: know
1: try to get into one of the universities uh, that, that I can afford to go into or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I went to Queen Mary. Queen Mary was fun, I'd say.
0: hmm
1: the surrounding like the environment outside university might not be you know everyone's perp like you know everyone might not like it because yeah it's kind of like very crowded and noisy and stuff like that like very packed Okay. Um, but within the university it's pretty quite normal yeah. chill but yeah the university overall i'd say is pretty nice mm-hmm. for computer science but obviously like. It was nice for me because, like, I didn't really get that, that, you know... I got, like, A, B, C, I think, E-levels. And then I applied applied to, like, you know, a few other universities, but obviously I wouldn't be getting into kind of, like, let's say Imperial Oxford or Cambridge, right? Right,
0: right.
1: So I I got to, like, a university which I thought, you know, was decent in table rank, like, computer science rankings.
0: From what I know, Queen Mary is a very good university, so...
1: Yeah, Queen Mary apparently is it's really good yeah and i think it's top for like law 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 and medicine and dentistry and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah um so how i started in queen mary was like first i joined uh i think the course was called like computer science with a year in industrial placement right so like four years in total
0: yeah
1: but obviously like i didn't end up up getting like a (laughs) industrial placement
0: okay was it really like um competitive
1: I wouldn't say it was competitive but like I was very nervous oh, I was very okay. nervous in interviews Yeah. and I think people who can kind of like are well spoken and mm. can be like are very confident mm. I think they can get in I think they right. can gain and I would kind of like you know, advise people to if you can get a interested placement just go for it man because right. you know even after I'm sure like most definitely they'll call you back after mm-hmm. you graduate mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know you got a job sorted after graduation yeah. like you no know, you don't need to kind of like hunt for you know graduate jobs and stuff like that yeah and also because because you return in the from the industrial placement and you go to the third year right mm-hmm. and normally you start applying for graduate positions like february like february march for mm-hmm. the for the jobs that start in August right once the once the university ends mm-hmm. but at that time you i think you'd really want to focus on studies and deadlines
0: yeah rather than kind yeah. of like you
1: know applying for jobs, but yeah that's why kind of like if you got up industrial placement, just go for it yeah. I think just apply wherever you can, even though you think that kind of like you can't make it
0: mm-hmm. like
1: the company's the company's so big like i can't make it i don't think i can do it and stuff just mm-hmm. go for it
0: that's and a really, plan see how yeah. it goes that's a really good advice and i suppose this is obviously coming from your own experience and learning from your own experience so yeah
1: yeah, yeah. um and also kind of like um at the moment i think my sister mm-hmm. she did kind of like 3d games and arts and animations in Hertfordshire. okay so she did bachelor's there and She's just been doing some normal jobs and, mm-hmm. and kind of like when I go to her room sometimes, she'd be kind of like learning how to program and stuff. And
0: oh,
1: nice. I'd, and I'd be like, you know, why don't you just apply for computer science like and just study and see how it goes.
0: Yeah.
1: And she used to tell me like, like obviously, she didn't come from kind of like a mathematical background. Right. Like she hated mathematics. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't have mathematics. I don't have mathematics A-levels. And, like, you know, I don't think I can get it. Like, uh, apparently she looked in some university and kind of, like, you know, they obviously asked for, like, maths, like A, B or C, something like that. And she would be kind of, like, demotivated, I Mm, I guess, in a way. mm. But, like, a few months ago, like, I asked her, like, you know, just apply for it. I know there's, like, some master course for Mm. a year. Like, you can just do it and you can just get a job like easily. So, I just told her to do like, look, look, look at it, research okay. and see where you can apply. And she told me like she applied for like a few universities and she has got offer. So, from nice. the universities. So, I was like, see, I told you
0: yeah exactly Um, exactly i suppose um, it's always that element of being scared of like not having a certain um subject background that they kind of they traditionally expect you to have but actually you know you know they are open to applicants as long as they're interested in that field and are passionate about doing it
1: yeah so if you're passionate like i during the wonga period Mm -hmm. like when i was working for wonga Um, People who did kind of like a boot camp, like for computer science. So boot camp is kind of like a thing, like we just go to kind of like a course kind of thing, like a month course Mm -hmm. to learn how you to kind of like just do programming
0: for a month or two
1: months. Like they don't teach you kind of like fundamentals like in computers, like in university. So they teach you from like, they don't kind of like, you know, i get, start you to learn programming straight away they give you kind of like fundamentals fundamentals like mathematics like logical like uh problems to solve and stuff Mm -hmm. then later on in like second semester Mm -hmm. or second year they teach you how to like program on like give you hands-on experience of program but on the boot camp it's like you just get on like get on with the programming straight away and for a month you do that Mm-hmm. And you can start applying for, like, computer science, like, software engineering positions. And one of the guys, kind of, like, he was in the same position as me. Kind of, I did three years of computer science, and he did, like, a month in good boot camp, and he's getting, like, the same pay, same, you know, job yeah. title and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you are kind of, like, really interested in computer science, software engineering, I think, like, you don't even need a degree at the moment. Like, you can just learn by yourself, have some portfolio, and so yeah. that you're interested in, just apply, and you get in, like, easily I right.
0: think yeah uh, that's that's a good point and I think especially now people like have transferred jobs like they're more um willing to transfer jobs from a different um sector to a completely new field and I think that's happening a lot more these days where people kind of feel that you know they no longer need to stick to just one job they can actually explore different um areas of uh work
1: Yeah, I think it's my time to ask you a question. You did the same, right? Mm. You you moved from biomedical science to marketing. So what was the reason?
0: I mean, obviously, um, wow, this is the first time I'm being asked the question. (laughs) So um, I studied biomedical science come first year. I mean, first year was just, just blew by. You're just kind of getting used to university itself, university life. And then second year, I had a lot more um, lab work where I realized that this is not for me. After experiencing my time spending in the lab itself, um, you know, I just knew it. I just knew then that, I didn't want to spend the rest of my life working in a lab as a scientist, a biomedical scientist. And I wasn't quite queen on the research side either. So I didn't want to drop out after second year. I just decided, right, I'm going to complete my third year. And then after third year, I took a year out where that's when I moved to London. And then I was just like exploring, um, what was available out there and one of the jobs that I did there was in Devon's head office um, within the merchandising um, um, department and I think that time there kind of gave me an opportunity to really think about what I actually wanted to do and at that time I remember like social media was really big I remember like um, kind of influence as was well. just starting to grow and i was really curious about that side of things and then i started like looking into it like what does it mean to be a social media um like work in social media and then i kind of went into the whole marketing um field i suppose my interest kind of like took me there and then i just decided to apply for a job and at the same time i also applied for um masters in marketing yeah. and I just threw my, like, applications out there to university and just, like, not knowing (laughs) what would happen. And then, luckily enough, I managed to get into the course, um, the marketing course, but at the same time, I was also applied this job as a social media executive. And they were like, I went for an interview and everything, and they were like, yeah, you know, we want you. And I was like, oh, crap. So... (laughs) What? What am I gonna do? and then the <laughs> company was very nice um and they like allowed me to do part-time so I could like do part-time university and part-time work so I did a part-time course in my um master's and was working part-time as a social media executive so that kind of worked well because I kind of got that um theory and the practical side to really kind of help build my experience overall so yeah that's how I actually (laughs) kind of diverted from that whole biomedical science route because I think you like you said you kind of knew like you were interested in computer science but for me I chose biomedical science because I was just kind of generally good at science when I was a kid so that's just like I'll just see where I get to by taking this route and then I think over time I realized what I wanted to do so that's kind of now um taking me to where i am today so yeah thank you for asking that hey.
1: <laughs> that was such a
0: long story trying to summarize but it.
1: like how was the experience of kind of like you know doing the part-time because i can't imagine myself doing kind of like you know part-time studying and working and mm-hmm. i didn't even work like part-time while i was in university oh so, i remember
0: like, i i remember you being one of those guys who never had to work <laughs> part-time yeah I was like, like damn i, I
1: I'm thankful for my parents, but yeah. like, I didn't really kind of like, you know, go out. I think you, you know, right? Like when you, when you and your other, other friends used to ask me out, like, you know, to mm. come out for a dinner, you know, I used to say like, I don't have money. Like I can't go out.
0: Yeah. Stuff. I don't know. See, this is why you should be working part time when you're studying, you know? <laughs> no, but wow. I think, I think it's a personal choice, but yeah, I mean, working part time and studying has, yeah. there's definitely challenges there. And I had to really manage my time um, quite effectively. And I think, it, it was really a, um, a process in uh, that I didn't get it right straight away. It um, definitely took some time to adjust to that new routine because I had never worked and studied at the same... Well, actually, I had, but, like, not to the extremes of actually doing a full-time, kind of part-time job, if that makes sense. It was only just weekend jobs when I was studying and um, doing my A-levels and um, university, but not actually doing, like, a proper, yeah. you know... Uh, career in that field but yeah it just took a lot of like time management and i guess eventually you kind of understand um how to be organized and get your coursework done hit that time hit that um, deadline for work so yeah it it is it is quite a lot of juggling but you do manage it because eventually when you need to get something done you will get it done if you set your mind to it i think um, one,
1: one more question oh
0: okay. no this why is this why is the tables <laughs>
1: turning it's turning to was podcast oh yeah <laughs> taking over another <laughs> question did you really enjoy your masters like how do you think mm-hmm. like how do you compare like your bachelor's experience comp- compared to like a year in masters
0: interesting question <laughs> so yeah. yeah i mean it was definitely different for me um and i will ask you the same question as well but um yeah, answer yeah. that i was obviously one of the older ones considering i had taken a year out and also uh, i definitely know that most of the students there had done their um obviously undergrad in like business studies or marketing so i was a little bit different and also working part-time at the same time and that obviously i wasn't fully you know involved with the rest of the group because i would be there sometimes and not fully so i feel like i couldn't exactly make the connections as a full-time student would um yeah. so i sometimes felt like it was more of a solo journey whereas in an undergrad it felt like more of an, uh, a group effort like i was with everyone everyone was going through the same thing but yeah. in my master's yeah definitely it was like Almost like, oh, I need to grow up this is this is reality <laughs> so
1: yeah
0: for that me was, yeah, that was the experience for me, so go on, what about you?
1: For me, it was kind of like very similar like i did my f I did my masters kind of like full time mm-hmm. and for me, it was kind of like a little bit not opposite, but like I didn't feel like I was old enough, like you know like
0: right.
1: that like grown up to do kind of like masters. Even though I was kind of like, what, 24, 23, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, people around me were kind of, like, older, right. like, in average.
0: Mm-hmm. And they
1: had kind of, like, experience from, like, you know, let's say they worked, worked in a bank and stuff like that. And they came just to do masters so they can kind of, like, you know, climb up in the ladder mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, they had a lot of experience. Like, there was so much that me. I feel like I was like, what the f- Oh, right. sorry no, <laughs> like fine. what am i doing here like yeah. with all these people around me so i didn't really have that many even though i did like full-time i didn't i don't think i had like close friends mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel kind of like uh, sociable like yeah, sociable I... like compared to bachelors like where you have where you meet people for like three years exactly. and yes you have, you have went to the same classes and stuff so i'd say you have you have more chance of having closer friends in bachelor's than,
0: you know,
1: post-grad. But overall experience in master's, it was like, uh, it was like average. Mm -hmm. And like, and if I think about it, would I do the master's again? In in my field, I feel like, you know, um, experience kind of like counts more than kind Mm -hmm. of like... uh, you know, having a, de- degree. not not degree, like, bachelor's degree is all right. But master's is kind of, like, optional. Right. I, I, I personally think that. Yeah. Because people, person, like, my friends, like, who graduated from master's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not master's, sorry, bachelor's, they're way ahead of me, right? I had, like, a year gap because of Masters.
0: Right. But
1: they are like, way ahead of me, like, in terms of title and stuff like that. Wow. But obviously, people say, like, don't compare with other people. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: As a human being, Kansas can just, you know, sometimes you Everyone's do compare.
0: Everyone's
1: journey is different. Yeah, yeah. so... But...
0: Yeah, that's interesting yeah. because I was actually going to ask you, I was going to say, did you think it was necessary to do a master's? And obviously you've just answered that question. So then obviously, uh, why is it that you did the master's? Was it your choice to pursue a uh, master's?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like, uh, I think it's like half and half and half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, it's more, more, mainly kind of like my parents wanted to me to do a master's. Mm-hmm. And obviously kind of the opportunity was there yeah. um, they kind of like funded me as well mm-hmm. and i was like you know i don't want to and personally i didn't want to kind of like start my work life yeah. you know what everyone says like once you start work life you know you, you can't have those kind of like free moments basically
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's definitely and, a change from yeah, the, the, like, uni life yeah. it doesn't
1: completely change but like it Changes a bit compared to life in university. Yeah. Then, yeah, like so that was. I'd say I didn't really want to kind of like start work life. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna stay as a student for a year more yeah. and try to see.
0: Yeah, I what's mean, up, why, why didn't happens. you just do PhD while you were at it? You would just nah, extend
1: that. <laughs> I think like depends. So. Um, Like I said, like, if you want to do kind of like normal software engineering in a field, as a field, then I, I guess kind of like you don't really need masters. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: What's important, what's going to be more important for you is being able to kind of like, you know, solve problems early on. Yeah. Like, you know, have that experience and build up that CV early yeah. on and you can, and that'll kind of like, you know, open like a path or gateways for you in like different many areas but if you are interested in kind of like a research kind of like academic area then obviously you go for phd Mm -hmm. Uh, but i'm not sure if it's true but like obviously when you're doing phd kind of like in the lab kind of like doing research and stuff you don't really kind of like have that you know what do you call that experience of Building the software, like you know, the
0: practicalities co- of it practical, yeah. yeah, practical
1: software that's going to be faced by the user, that's going to be used by the real user, yeah, real people. Mm-hmm. And obviously, software engineering it's not, it's not just kind of like you know, being on the PC, like print files, kind of like coding away, it's kind of like making, discussing with other people, like what you can achieve, what you cannot, kind of like you know. I think those kind of like discussions, kind of like conversations, kind of can kind of like help you build your career as well. Yeah. Like not just your technical skills, it's also being able to converse with people.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Wow. Um that was a very good conversation. <laughs> right there. Um oh, man. so obviously um we've touched on everything you've done here, but I just wanted to know, obviously you moved from Nepal to UK. Um much later on in life than I did so what how old were you do you remember roughly
1: um I was I feel 16 okay 16 yeah, uh, yeah. now so, I'm 28 so 12 years old 12 12 years since I'm in UK yeah and
0: 16. how how was that change in dynamic for you like culturally and education wise I mean how did you adapt was it difficult for you or actually you know did you not find that did you find that it was all fine
1: um for me personally i don't i don't really well obviously kind of like you need time to get used to it the environment in here Mm -hmm. i was kind of like homesick i think everyone Mm -hmm. were homesick yeah the first time they came here i was like homesick i would i would keep on calling friends like you know keep updated with them back home and stuff because i did not really know anyone here right yeah so when i like the community or the place i live in they have like few nepalese so Mm -hmm. I managed to, like, meet them in college and we should just hang out. So, f- obviously, like, when I started kind of, like, going to college, obviously, like, I mostly hang around with Nepalese people because kind of, like, that was more kind of, like, my comfortable side
0: mm-hmm.
1: than hanging around with uh, people from, like, different, like, countries and stuff. Yeah. But, I guess kind of, like, that also kind of, like, puts you, not, not puts you, like, in a in a disadvantage, but, like, it kind of like, kind of like doesn't give you kind of like, you know, the confidence to talk with people Mm. from outside your Mm. community and stuff. So I feel like if you have the opportunity to kind of like make new friends from different countries, then yeah, just go for it. Like know more people know no people from your country and like obviously that's kind of like important but like Mm -hmm. be open to reach out for other people as well
0: definitely
1: that's i think i started kind of like you know conversing with other people like like not non Nepalese people like while i was in university Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like it was it's been kind of like yeah i've been i met some new kind of like nice people
0: yeah
1: and yeah we've been friends since and stuff like that but like yeah i think overall it's been kind of like i didn't have like any bad experience like other people i think some of the people i don't depending on where you kind of like live i guess they kind of like suffer from not subtle kind of racism and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i didn't really feel that because the the community kind of like the place where i grew up is kind of like immigrant dominant dominant kind of like thing so yeah there wasn't kind of like those racial abuse and stuff like that in the okay. college
0: okay so then obviously up until now um i just want to ask you one question if there is anything you would change about your journey so far what would it be
1: journey oh now I have to think about that one i wasn't expecting that
0: uh-huh. it might be that you know there's nothing you want to change um that you think you know your life has been the way it should be or if there is something then
1: Mm, i think so far i don't really have any regrets or thought about like you know i should have done this instead of of that but so far it's been all good Good it's been all good so far no no regrets yeah nothing i would change yeah
0: nice um and one last question and this is not like obviously when you started kind of learning about computers but like way way back when you were a little kid what was it that you kind of dreamt of being and this is this is i mean like the first thing that you wanted to be when you were just a small kid
1: dreamt of being i'd oh. say you know just you know this, those typical Asian dream What's doctor that? or pilot really? I'd really
0: even
1: yeah that i like... I, I, think I used to say like you know
0: from a to very my parents to become a doctor and oh, stuff. Wow. But... You are the typical Asian kid, like like the perfect
1: <laughs> but that, <laughs> example. That, that eventually changed. I think it changes <laughs> for a lot of people, to be honest.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Once you kind of like know the real world
0: yeah that is very true
1: what about what about you what about you
0: what did i want to be yeah you know when i was quite like young i loved playing with people's hair (laughs) and i used to love yeah i wanted to be a hairdresser at a very young age i know i mean i might have like if i did kind of pursue that career i might have ruined a lot of people's hair (laughs) but (laughs) that was like one of the first things i was very interested in hair so uh, that's my answer. Yeah, not,
1: I know. Not, not many people would say kind of like hair hairdresser, you know, know,
0: when I was a kid. I know, but I don't know why. I just had a weird kind of like obsession with hair.
1: Yeah, you're a weird one. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Although I think <laughs> it comes from the fact that I was a pretty bald baby and I didn't have hair for so <laughs> long. <laughs> so it took a few years before my hair was, you know, growing. So I think that's why my love of hair is.
1: Yeah, oh, I think I think real. I seen seen the kid pictures. Yeah, yeah, when you were a kid. Yeah, <laughs> so that you are know, kind it. of bold.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. yeah, thank you so much for joining me today and like sharing your experience. It's been super great to hear your story. And you know, I really wish like all the best for the future and whatever and wherever your career may take you. Really. Um, and like just before I close off, I just want to say. Um, is there like any one piece of advice? Like, obviously, you've given a lot of good advices, but just that one piece of advice that you could give other people who wants to kind of follow in the same footsteps? What would it be?
1: Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. And, you know, hopefully I'll get to be invited again when the post podcast reaches to millions of people out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, share, <yeah>, subscribe.
1: <laughs> My advice would be kind of like, like I said, with my exam- like, uh, example, like f- example, as my sister, like she hesitated to apply to, you know, for the, the, the kind of like studies she wanted to do in mm-hmm. because of the obstacles that she saw. Like, you know, the A-level grades and like, you need to have this portfolio, you need to have that. But pff, generally just go apply. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can, you never know. Like once you get in, it's gonna just, it's just going to be like it might be a smooth sale, it might be a new experience but it'll open you kind of like new pathways mm-hmm. for so you i
0: like, guess yeah.
1: like, like yourself as well like you you just applied for marketing and you managed to kind of like yeah. get into like good universities so i'd yeah. say yeah just go for it don't feel scared
0: mm-hmm. but yeah so i guess i still yeah.
1: personally i still have many things to find out by myself no
0: definitely i think it's an ongoing journey really
1: yeah you live and learn
0: exactly and i think that's such a great way to wrap up and you know i think i guess the advice there is to just go for it and be open to new adventures explore you know what's to you know what's to come your way and just yeah keep moving and um, I think that is such a great message that you've kind of left on this episode so thank you so much again and hopefully you know like you said when my podcast blows up I'm just joking <laughs> but yeah, it'd be nice Gabriel. to um, maybe like who knows in a few years time we can always be like oh where are you at and you doing something completely different and I'll be doing something completely different Um like you said it's an ongoing journey and we don't know where we're headed to really so yeah yeah all right
1: thanks for having me
0: thank you so i will catch up with you soon i'm sure and bye for now
1: good luck good luck with the podcast
0: thanks
1: Bye. bye